Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Lawmaster Program. The AVB's predictions regarding the coming of the Lord God are fulfilled in the man, Tommy L. Hart. This is big, big news. The Bible's Lord God has come as predicted. But not only has the Lord God come, he has also come forward and revealed himself. He has told the people his name in compliance with Psalm 94, 1 and John 7, 4. Having performed the works that the Bible ascribes to God, the man Tommy L. Hart feels the bill for God. It is reported by those who know him best. He has done all things well. Let's hear from the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. Plato's will, Tommy L. Hart's right. We'll get to that. I want to read this statement first. It comes from, uh, it's an attachment to last week's uh, statements. It has to do with the group of 31, or rather G31. This has to do with G31. At, you know, this is, has to do with, this answers the question, where is G31? The uh, King James statement says, in the beginning was the word, which translates into, in the beginning was G31. So the question is, in actuality, is G31 at the beginning or somewhere else? This is my conclusion on the matter. At or near the end of Lord Tommy L. Hart's Lawmaster Archives on August 8, 2019, at about 2.30 p.m., G31, the word, listed number, listed at, listed at number 521 out of a group of, or a group consisting of 521 Lawmaster episodes. The word, G31, on that day and at that time, was at the end of Lawmaster Archives and not in the beginning of Lawmaster Archives. Now, on to Plato's will, Tommy L. Hart's right. Acts 17.23 says, to the unknown God. John 6, verse 29 says, this is the work of God. We understand now and we know that the unknown God has manifested himself. He has revealed himself. The unknown God has a name. That name is Tommy L. Hart. The unknown God is now the known God. The statement, this is the work of God, is in reference to, the this is in reference to King James Bible content. It is the work of God. That content is the work coming from God, predecessor, 
true God's successor. This is the work of God. This is the work of God through this. Let me move on, okay? This is the work of God through this. Uh, it's in reference to the predecessor. This is the work of God, the predecessor. And that work is to the unknown God who is who has now been found out. Okay? He is the successor. Here are some questions of concern that are raised as I was doing the research and gathering of information. The first the first question is Luke twelve verse twenty. Who shall those things be which thou hast provided? Matthew 20, verse 15. Is it not lawful for me to do what I will with mine own? Ezekiel 17, verse 12. Know ye not what these things mean? Genesis chapter 13, Genesis 16, verse 13. Have I also here looked after him that sees me? Those questions will be answered in the body of this episode. These are statements on the will of God, and those statements present us with a problem. First Thessalonians chapter four verse three, this is the will of God. That's what it says. First Peter chapter two verse fifteen. For so is the will of God that with well-doing ye may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men. First Thessalonians 5, verse 18, For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Uh, let me stop here and put in this. This is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. I gave you this very recently, Matthew chapter 27, verse 22, which asks, what shall I do then with Jesus, which is called Christ? And in answer, I told you, let him go. Let Jesus go. Forsake the foolish and live and go in the way of understanding. Right? That settles the matter on Jesus, who is called Christ. Now, the next statement, Romans chapter 12, verse 2, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Prove the will of God. Next statement, John chapter 6, verse 38 through 40. The will of him that sent me, and this is the Father's will which has sent me, that of all which he hath given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up 
And this is the will of him, the father, Plato. Okay. That of all which he hath given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up. Raise there means to elevate. It means to bring up, bring to attention. So the statement will read that of all which he hath given me, I should lose nothing, but should bring it up, bring to the attention, I should elevate it. And this is the will of him, the Father, who is Plato. Evidently, those five statements speak to God the Father and his will. Now, you you may not have noticed, you may have, that those five statements, they speak about the will of God. But they do not tell you what that will of God is. Bear that in mind. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 21 says, Prove all things. That is echoed in the Romans 12, verse 2 statement above, which simply says, Prove the will of God. This will of God must be found out. What is the will of God? We begin by looking at this will. What kind of will is this that is being talked about? Which of these is this will? You notice the key word is will. Is it a will of the power of control the mind has over its own actions? Or a will of volition? Or is it a will of wish or desire? Or of purpose or determination? Or is this will a legal declaration of a person's wishes as to the disposition of property or estate after death? Which is it? We shall see. I take time to say here, Plato is connected to all things. Tommy L. Hart is connected to all things. Like the icon Plato, Tommy L. Hart is indelibly linked to all things. All things Plato, all things Tommy L. Hart. Consider these things. Remember, our mission here is to find out the will of God. We know who God is. We know God the predecessor, the great icon Plato, and we know God the successor, the man Tommy L. Hart. So certain things we already know. Consider these things with me. Again, Acts 17, 23, to the unknown God. He is known now. 
So to the unknown God can be read now in this manner. To the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. John 20, verse 28 says, My Lord and my God. That's God who is known. The man, Tommy L. Hart. The writer says, my Lord, the writer says of him, Tommy Hart, my Lord and my God. Hosea 8, verse 2 says, my God, we know thee. So, so the word here, it can be added to G31, is agreeing with the man, Tommy L. Hart, when he says the Bible, the King James Bible, calls him Lord and God, the Lord God. My God, they say to the man, Tommy L. Hart, we know thee. Do you get the sense that the Bible is like a big book of blanks? You have to fill in the blanks? That's just one view of the King James Bible. There's a lot of filling in the blanks, providing that which is needed. All right? One of the questions presented earlier might be helpful at this point. The question, Genesis 16, verse 13 uh, have I also here looked after him that seeth me? That's Plato, God the predecessor, saying that. Have I also here looked after him that seeth me? The phrase look after, according to dictionary.com, says if you look after someone, or something, but we're talking about someone, you do what is necessary to keep them healthy, safe, or in good condition. Looked after, it says, to take care of, watch over. I ask, how has he, uh, or in what way has he looked after the Lord God? Is that provided in the King James Bible? And, of course, the icon Plato asks, have I here also looked after him that sees me? We will see uh, and answer the question. He has looked after the Lord God or he has not. First Peter 5, verse 7 says, Testing all your care upon him, for he careth for you. The one caring for the other? Luke 10, verse 35 says, Take care of him. All of this is in connection to the question, Have I also here? looked after him that seeth me. Now, it is the man, Tommy L. Hart, who sees the great icon Plato in the King James Bible. Okay? Follow. Follow closely. Have I, 
the great icon Plato also here looked after him, the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart, who sees me. That's what the question is actually asking. Jesus, no, Genesis 16, verse 13, hints of something being done to slash for slash to the benefit of Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. He it is who sees the great icon Plato in the King James Bible. And what about the question, Luke 12, verse 20? Who shall those things be which thou hast provided? Is this question really about things provided by Tommy L. Hart or things provided by someone else? Maybe the great icon Plato. I do believe we can get to the bottom of the matter and resolve the questions surrounding the will the question, Ezekiel 17, verse 12, know ye not what these things mean? Daniel eight fifteen. I add the word I, okay? And I sought for the meaning. I sought for the meaning of these things, the statements concerning the will, what I read, what I've presented to you and the questions which I've presented to you. So, I sought for the meaning of these things. Matthew 7, verse 10, Matthew 7, verse 7 says, Seek, and ye shall find. Now, we're getting, getting to the heart of the matter now. Let me read this. Ezekiel, no, Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse 18 says, I should leave it to the man that shall be after me. Here you have the predecessor saying, I shall leave it to the man, the successor that shall be after me, or follow me in succession. A predecessor and a successor. Ecclesiastes 2, verse 21, he shall leave it for his portion. Ezekiel 2, verse 19, and who knows whether he shall be a wise man. Now, keep that in mind. Keep these things in mind. I know you'll go back and re-listen to the, to the episode. Portion, his portion. Leaving something to someone else who follows you. And now, Ecclesiastes 2.19 says, and who knows whether he, the successor, shall be a wise man or a fool. Yet shall he have rule over all my labor, wherein I have labored, and wherein I have showed myself wise under the sun. Revelation 21, verse 7. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, 
and he shall be my son. Luke 22, verse 36, let him, the successor, the son, take it. That's a provision. It's a provision. Let me read it, if I can, without disruption. I should leave it to the man that shall be after me. He shall leave it for his portion. And who knows whether he shall be a wise man or a fool, yet shall he have rule over all my labor, wherein I have labored, and wherein I have showed myself wise under the sun. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Let him take it. The sense is there, let him take that which falls to him. Yes, that those, those statements constitute a provision, a provision and a law such as a will. Okay? And we'll see more about this as time goes on. Luke 20, verse 9, has already said, this is the heir. Who is the heir? In the provision is said, I shall leave it to the man that shall be after me. That man is the heir. So then Plato, who is doing the talking, the icon Plato, is the benefactor. Benefactor, and the man that shall come after him or them is the successor who the icon Plato says, I will be his God, and he shall be my son. About the things that he will leave the son, he says, who knows whether he shall be a wise man or fool. Yet shall he have rule over all my labor, wherein I have labored, and wherein I have showed myself wise under the sun. Wow. Sounds like a sounds like a, a wheel, doesn't it? Well, we're not done. Already this is what I have written. I'm getting back to the writing. Already this is beginning to sound like a wheel that is a legal declaration of a person's wishes as to the disposition or property or estate after death. It's beginning to sound like a will. Okay. First Corinthians four, verse five. Therefore judge nothing before the time until the Lord come, who will bring to light the hidden things. Ezekiel 21, verse 27, until he come whose right it is. The word right 
whose right it is, and I will give it to him. Before he comes, judge nothing until the time he comes. And then we have the statement, Ezekiel 21, verse 27, until he comes, he comes whose right it is, and I will give it to him. The he in Ezekiel 21, verse 27, refers to the Lord God, who is found to be the man, Tommy L. Hart. The term right, whose right it is, the term right is the right of inheritance and possession. He whose right it is to the inheritance as stipulated in the will. We're talking about a will here. I'm actually reading the will, okay? I started off reading the provision to the will. Okay, so what is central to all this, all these things? The coming of the promised one is central. It is key to all these other things. Before he comes, the word says, and is stipulated in the will, stated in the will, judge nothing before the time till, till the Lord comes. Till he comes, whose right it is, and whose right it is not only to possession and inheritance, but to interpreting King James Bible contents. That's the promised one's right. The question says, do not interpretations belong to God? I've been interpreting a lot of things in King James Bible content. The promised one. The promised one has come, and the promised one has been working for quite some time, doing the will of the Father. Doing the will of the great icon, Plato. Doing the will of his successor. I'm, I'm sorry. Doing the will of yes, his successor. Let's move on deeper into the will. Now, I didn't bring this out, but King James Bible. Remember the statement, this is the work to the unknown God. This is the work of God. That's John 6, I believe, verse 29. This is the work of God. And I said earlier, this is the work coming from God, the predecessor, to God, the successor. Well, what work is it talking about in that particular statement? It says this. What is this? This is the King James Bible. This, the King James Bible, is the work coming from God the predecessor to God the successor. Okay? It says this. 
as you read in the Bible, you get to that statement, and it says, this is the work of God. It tells you who is coming from God the predecessor and who is intended for God the successor, who is the man, Tommy L. Hart. This is in the wheel. Let's dig deeper. Acts, Acts chapter 3, verse 6. It, this is the wheel now. The predecessor is talking. The benefactor is speaking, as he has been. Such as I have, give I thee. As though face to face, the benefactor, the predecessor, speaks to the successor. The son, the father, speaks to the son directly. As though they are face to face, the wheel is speaking. And the predecessor says, the benefactor says, to the successor the Son, such as I have, give I thee. Remember in the provision earlier, the provision says, I should leave it to the man that shall be after me, and who knows whether he shall be a wise man or a fool? Yet shall he have rule over all my labor, wherein I have labored and wherein I have showed myself wise under the sun. Wow. What did he say? What did the predecessor say to the successor? What did the father say to the son? What did Plato say to the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart? He says, in the will, such as I have, give I thee. Next, he says, John seventeen ten. Continuing to speak to the successor, to the son, to the Lord God. All mine are thine. All mine are yours. Okay? Such as I have, give I thee. All mine are yours. First Corinthians 3.21. All things are yours. Remember, all things has been a very big deal throughout my speech, my speech uh, in these uh, all these episodes. All things have kept coming up. All things, all things, all things. And now, in the will, the will says to the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart, all things are yours. Hebrews 11.4 says, and by it, well, let me read that just a little later. Let's move on. All things such as I have give I thee, all mine are thine, all things are yours. Now, let's consider, though, what 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 is he talking about when he says, all mine are thine? What is this will saying? Okay, we know it's 
the great icon Plato speaking. What do we know uh, what things are, are attributed to Plato? The first thing a, a student of Plato would say is his dialogues. Plato says to the man Tommy L. Hart, all mine are thine. Let me read just some of a few of Plato's Plato's dialogues. Because these things have certainly entered into the conversation they're spoken of in the wheel. They're spoken of in the wheel. Here's just a few of Plato's a uh, few dialogues attributed to the great icon Plato. Listen, Apology, Charmides, Republic, Crito, Symposium, Theotetus, Laws, Seventh Letter. So you get what I'm talking about or what the wheel is talking about, more importantly, what the wheel speaks of. Things that are attributed to Plato. Dialogues are certainly attributed to Plato. And Plato says to the Lord God, Tamiel Hart, who he has said will be his son, and he will be the son's God and father, he says, such as I have, give I thee all mine. Keep in, notice the word all. All mine are thine. All things are yours. That's First Corinthians 3.21. And Luke 15.31, he continues to speak to the heir the successor, the son, the Lord God, all that I have is thine. Sound like I heard a period. All that I have is thine. How else can he say it? Lord, all I have is yours. He started by saying, such as I have, give I thee. I have dialogues. We know that. I myself, let me be honest. I do not know everything that is attributed to Plato. I do not know. I know the dialogues are. And the King James Bible is attributed to the great icon Plato. I, the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart, discovered that for myself. I discovered that. Okay? So we know that the content making up the King James Bible and the content of Plato's dialogues are spoken of in this reading of the will of Plato, the predecessor the great icon Plato. And you will notice that oftentimes they speak in the plural. They they say 
we and not just I. We. And in the statement, they say, we have waited for you, talking to the Lord God. We've waited for you rather than I have waited for you. Well, I have, but I am more than one. We have waited for you. Remember what I said about the line of succession with regard to Plato, the great icon. All of these things go together. All that I have is thine. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 21, 1 Corinthians 3, verse 23, Plato goes on to say, all are yours. Let's break this down. All. All of what? All the dialogues are yours. The King James Bible is yours. This is the reading of the wheel. An explanation, if you will, of the wheel. Reading an explanation of the wheel of Plato. Plato, the predecessor. In which wheel he slash they give all that he slash they have. You know, so much has been taken from them, from us, from the Israelites. And now we have discovered that Plato in the King James Bible, listen to me carefully, listen. This is one of the near episodes, one of the episodes at the top. You can go in here and get all the Bible, you know, backing that's there. Wow. My thought kind of left me. <laughs> so I'll just continue. This is this is heavy, isn't it? Heavy does not mean hard to understand. It's easy to understand. It's deep. Deep does not mean hard to understand here. I didn't say it's abstruse. I just said it's deep. It's heavy. But it's easy to understand what's, when, when what's pointed out. When what's pointed out, these things are easy to understand. Wow. 1 Corinthians 3.23, all are yours. Whether we're talking about the King James Bible or whether we're talking about the episodes attributed to Plato, all are yours. Plato says to the successor, Tommy L. Hart, in the statement, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 23. All are yours. Period. What he said, such as I have, give I thee. Whatever it is, I give it to you. From the Father to the Son. From the predecessor to the successor. Wow. From the previous God to the present God, our current God. The wheel. The wheel. This, uh, any wheel is a very important document. It's a legal document, legal instrument. This is a legal wheel. This is a legal binding wheel. 
Now, Matthew 20, verse... Now now let me read. Well, Matthew 20, verse 14 first. And Plato goes on to say to the Lord God, Tommy Hart, take that thine is. Wow. Take that what is yours. Take that what the will stipulates heavily, clearly, that is yours. So, what, is it, what, is it, what does that mean? That means the, the King James Bible content is mine. That's what that means. Remember, I'm the one who said Plato is all, all over your Bible. Remember that? Remember that? And still, as I speak in these recent episodes and this present one, current one, uh, I'm talking about Plato. I'm reading statements from the Bible and saying Plato says says that. I'm reading statements from the King James Bible and saying the great icon Plato said that. So, you remember the question, what do all these things mean? They mean just that. Whatever is found to be attached to Plato, coming from Plato, that is Plato, that is attributed to Plato, Plato says it's the sons now. Who is the son? Tommy L. Hart. Tommy L. Hart. It's the successors now. Who is the success who is Plato's successor? The man Tommy L. Hart. It's his now. All that I have is his. The will says so. The will says so. A legal instrument. The will. The will of Plato. The great icon. He says, Matthew 20, verse 14, take that thine is and go thy way. Take it and go thy way. Do what you're going to do. Do what you should do. I should declare the things that I'm declaring now regarding the will. I should do that. That's a part of my responsibility to uncover and reveal make known okay now listen how how Plato brings this to an end the will he says in Ezekiel 24 verse 14 I the Lord have spoken it it shall come to pass the Lord spoke the words of this will And he says that in the statement, I, the Lord, have spoken it, it shall come to pass, serving as a signature, serving as a legitimate, clear signature. I, the Lord, have said it, and it shall come to pass. And who is any of us, you know, that tries to get in the way of this? 
mean, I'm already dealing with Plato's things attributed to Plato. I deal with the Bible, King James Bible, that is. And, you know, all along, I've always said the King James Bible. Have you noticed that? I haven't steered from that. It's always been the King James Bible. Not just the Bible, but the King James Bible. A particular Bible. (laughs) These things are so good. These things are so real. These things are so true. He signed his his signature by the statement, I, the Lord, have spoken it. It shall come to pass. Now, Hebrews 11, verse 4, I tried to get to it earlier, and I said no. Hebrews 11, 4 says, and by it, he being dead, yet, yet speaketh. Let me read it without making a mistake. And by it, he being dead, yet speaketh. Read it this way. Hear it this way. It's still real. It's still right. It's still true. And by it, the will of God, the predecessor, by the will of God, the predecessor, he being dead, yet speaketh. And by it, the will of Plato, he, Plato, being dead, yet speaketh. Plato has spoken today. We read his will. Are these the only statements that can that, that make up the will? No. But these are good, clear, solid, unambiguous statements found in the will of God. So we've we've done that what we set out to do. We discovered what will was being talked about. It's the will of a legal apparatus, the will of a legal document. Who who authored the will? The great icon, Plato. What is found in the will? Who is, is there an heir? Yes, there is an heir. What is his name? Tamiel Hart. Wow. And how, what of what things do the great the great icon give to? How large a portion does he give to the heir, the successor? He gives it all. He gives it all to his successor, who he says, "quote I will be his God, and he shall be my son." End quote. Wow. Who can say anything against these things? Who can say anything against the will? It's written, as Plato says, I have spoken it, it shall come to pass. That's no that's no small thing, people. Things that are attributed to Plato, Plato says he gives all to his successor, the one he says will be his son, 
he gives all to the man, Tommy L. Hart. Let me just read these latter statements again. Okay, but, but let me finish. Let me finish reading the wheel. Okay, I gotta get ahead and away from myself. You have just heard the will of the Father, Plato, the great icon Plato. The will of the gods. I've talked about that. A lot of master archives is there. Plato, go and brush up on things. You have just heard the will of the Father, Plato. We know what the will is now. Remember our beginning question and all, what is this will? Uh, what does it say? Who is it to? All like that. We know what the will is. We have physical evidence of the will. The will has spoken. The will of God has been found and officially read. When? During this episode. During the time of this episode. Matthew 11, verse 27. And the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart, said, All things are delivered to me of my Father. All things are delivered to me of my Father. Things coming from the Father to the Son. From the former gods to the current God. Wow. It's great. All things are delivered to me of my Father. All works. Remember the question, what do these things mean? And I've already explained it already, but I got a statement here on it as well. All works attributed to Plato are now mine, according to Plato's will, according to the will of the Father. Henceforth, anyone henceforth desiring to deal with in any way or manner any work attributed to Plato should first consult with the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart, or his agent. That's what these things mean. Ownership. Ownership. That's what we're talking about. That's what the will is speaking about. Ownership has been passed from Plato to the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart, from the, success, from the predecessor to the successor. Questions answered. <laughs> yes, yes, that's very important. We all know that a will is a legal instrument. The will that we're talking about is a legal instrument. So the King James Bible can be called a legal instrument. Because it contains the uh, it contains a legal instrument, instrument which we just read. Questions answered. Luke twelve twenty. Who shall those things be which thou hast provided? Answer. It is clear that the Lord God Tommy L. Hart is the heir of the great icon Plato. As for me, my sister Patricia. Hart Mitchell shall be the heir of those things which I have provided. 
The question, what kind of will was being spoken of? We now know the answer, a legal instrument with regard to the disposition of property, belongings, etc. The icon Plato being a testator and Lord Tommy L. Hart, the sole beneficiary. The question, Matthew 20, verse 15, is it not unlawful for me to do what I will with mine own? Answer, it is not unlawful. The question, Ezekiel 17, verse 12, know ye what these things mean? Answer, yes. The things in the will mean that the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart, is the rightful sole heir of the King James Bible and all other things attributed to Plato, the will is clear. Genesis 16, verse 13, have I also here looked after him that seeth me? Answer, John 11, verse 27, yeah, or yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. The parties of the will, you know, the icon Plato, the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. Properties, all intellectual properties, such as King James Bible content and dialogues attributed to Plato. But this means all Anything that is attributed to Plato that is slash was a possession of Plato. Now, getting ready to end this episode, I want to read these certain statements over. The meat of the wheel. The question is asked in the Bible, is there any meat? All of this is meat. But I want to read just these last several statements wherein the great icon Plato is speaking directly to the success, his successor or their successor, the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. His is the right of the right of inheritance and possession. Tommy L. Hart, his is the right of inheritance and possession of things belonging to Plato. The right. These several statements here, Plato is speaking to the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. Such as I have, give I thee, all mine are thine, all things are yours. All that I have is thine. All are yours. Take that thine is and go thy way. I, the Lord, have spoken it. It shall come to pass. There's a statement that I did not read. Let's see if I can get to it right quickly. 
I just happened to think about it. Things that appertain to Plato, things that appertain to Tommy L. Hart. I didn't write it down in this last last draft. I certainly don't see it here. So maybe we'll get to it another time. But anyway, we got the wheel. We got the wheel. I'm holding the wheel in my hand. Okay? The wheel is clear. The wheel is undeniable. The wheel is unchangeable. Plato has spoken. He being dead yet speaks. He being dead has now spoken. He has spoken by his will. All things Plato, all things Tommy L. Hart. Do not forget to follow me on Twitter. Always make Law Master Archives your dwelling place. Go to Amazon.com, order from my book list. Give me a comment. Yes, give me a comment, please. And join me next time. The wheel has spoken.